So the questions we are taking today are on environment. And the first question is, what is being done to reduce rubbish on Lagos streets and the number of beggars and street urchins on highway and rail lines? Hello, my name is Samuel Egube, and I am the Commissioner for the Lagos State Ministry of Economic Planning and Budget. Welcome to Ask Sam, where I get to talk about the government's projects, why it's happening, and its impact on the people. I'm here to answer your questions. So Lagos is a mega city, and Lagos is a city within a federation. Therefore, uh, it's important for us to know that Lagos is um, greatly affected by urban migration. Lagos is also the city of hope, the city where people believe magic happens. So when people have challenges from all over the country, they come into Lagos. Therefore, the rate of poverty in Lagos continues to increase because it's the poor really that have been exported from other parts of the country and other states into Lagos in search of gold, in search of the proverbial um, good life. Or is the reason why we can observe that a lot of beggars, a lot of all that, you see a lot of it in Lagos. In addition, the people of Lagos are a generous lot, right? They are busy, but they are also generous. We are people that like to share, um, and Lagos accommodates, it's very accommodating. As a result of that, you then find that these beggars tend to be in their comfort zone when they're around um, Lagos. So back to the question, it is all of these people, not only those coming, but because of the mega nature of the population of Lagos, that waste management is extremely crucial to the government. Um, therefore, we have two several approaches in dealing with on one hand the people um, who litter the street without anything in particular to do without any skills and then the waste which the population itself generates as a mega city um, when it comes to the people it's important that we ensure that everybody that is the vision within Lagos State develops some skills, whether vocational, academic skills, skill that is useful with which they can work and they can earn some money. We have under Women Affairs and Poverty Alleviation over 21 skill centers spread across Lagos where we empower people, we train them in various occupational or vocational skills and a lot of the time upon conclusion of those trainings we actually empower them with their tools to go begin to do some work and a lot of people have been uh, beneficiaries of this running into tens of thousands um, in Lagos State. Um, we also have um, trainings that are going on that are driven by youth development along the same lines to basically skill these people and to take them off the streets. One challenge though that we observe in Lagos is that it appears from the generosity of the people 
um, those street urchins and beggars, it appears they get more from begging than they can get from work normally. And therefore, it's a disincentive for them to leave the street. However, Lagos is not the place where that will happen because that is not the kind of city we're building. We're building a city that will be um, global in nature in terms of um, stature, in terms of quality of environment, in terms of livability, uh, in terms of culture. So what we do also is to make those who are unwilling to leave the street, we just make the streets a little bit uncomfortable because we continue to take them out of the streets. Uh, the Ministry of Youth um, Development takes them out of the street um, on a regular basis, right? So that they do not have a sense of comfort that the street is supposed to be a residential address for anybody living in Lagos. Also to encourage them that if they must stay in Lagos, then they need to commit themselves to developing some skills and then to using those skills to work. So you will see some of those uh, buses um, and trucks um, being from time to time being taken, but it's not like an arrest, you know, <laughs> um, so we can't put them in prison, but we take them away. Um, sometimes, right, we offer them options if the problem they have is ability to go home, wherever home means, because Home cannot be the streets. If home is any other part of Lagos where they have family or any other part of the country, if they're having challenges with that, then we can facilitate um, and make it easy for them to go um, or reverse the urban migration as far as they are concerned. And we continue to um, make significant amount of progress in this area. There's a lot more to do uh, because there are just a lot and the influx into Lagos seem to be increasing. Uh, because that influx is in inversely proportional to the state of health of the Nigerian economy as a whole. Um, it's the relative um, prosperity in Lagos vis-a-vis -vis other places that causes um, a disproportionate urban migration size into Lagos. And that's how we're dealing with it. We must discourage them from staying on the street. We must facilitate their exit. Um, to family locations, whether it's in Lagos or outside Lagos, but certainly not on the streets. Uh, and that is what um, we do. Um, the next stage is to also create farmlands. Well, we have farm settlements also that they can go and work uh, because some of them might say, they, okay, they don't have stores to build. But we have training in agriculture also where we create land spaces, um, input materials for them to be able to go and farm if that is it but whatever it is we want the people that are in lagos uh, to be productive um, the young ones among them are also exposing to different forms of technology training initiatives and all of all those other kind of things that we can um, we can engage in now but when it now comes to the second question which you asked um, which has to do with waste management itself in other words the waste that people produce um, people must always produce waste. It's a natural um, um, outcome of eating, of processing, of production, for which Lagos is known for. Um, the first thing is that we have organized our loma in a way 
that they are now operating out with decentralized their operation into five districts that way we're able to evaluate performance management and know who is doing what and who is not doing what um, so that sense of responsibility from from an area um, helps a lot the second thing we've done is that there's a huge percentage of our waste that are plastics so we've flagged off a recycling a plastic recycling program where we expect households estates to sort their wastes uh, between plastics and biodegradable degradable wastes um, the idea is that the plastics then go through a different kind of processing uh, basically to um, recycle those plastics uh, which is part of our broad um, circular economy initiative and strategy which the ministry of environment is driving and they are they've 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 done very well in driving it organizing different kind of workshops different kind of campaigns um bringing interministerial groups together um the office of the of of, of sdg an investment who drives sdg goals right and um, all the agencies under the ministry of environment um, are also driving whether it is la sepa uh, whether it is um, lagos parks right uh, last park um, and in fact the ministry of environment they're doing very well in coordinating and bringing policies so now if you do not sort out your waste right you are going to pay 15 percent more uh, for carrying out um, those waste we also have um, call centers right that are people can reach and our social media uh, pages that they can reach. I mean, if you call 0708-060-1020, it's a call center that operates 18 hours. So that if if the Loma trucks do not come into your place, um, the PSP truck, the private sector participant truck do not come into your space, you can actually make complaints. But we have increased the amount of PSP operators from about 400 to about 600 right increasing their their presence around lagos we also have acquired 106 new trucks brand new um, waste management waste collection and waste disposal trucks in addition to a lot of um, beans that help for central collections collection of this waste we also are deploying what we've called a adopt a bean um, program <clears throat> where in our pilot screen we deployed about 40,000 um, beans and that has been fully taken off. But one of the challenges we notice that people really do not have beans in their home so they put it in the paper and, and throw it on the way uh, to work. So now with beans it becomes easier. We'll soon flag up the second phase where we'll do another 300,000 of that to just ensure that we have sufficient coverage in the waste management um, mechanism waste cannot be completely managed without a mindset shift our people need to learn that you must dispose your waste appropriately and they must invest also in that otherwise if there's waste everywhere or if it is too expensive I mean, it's still taxpayers' money that are going to be deployed uh, to do that, right? So it's also why we do a lot of advocacy. So right now, we have what you call the Loma Academy. We go into schools to teach them around 
waste management, waste treatment, waste um, collection mechanism, and basic behavior around waste so that they can also caution um, their parents, caution their friends as to the right way of disposing waste generally. And that is a very, very important um, strategy because if the people's orientation changes, then the outcome for management also changes. Now, the PSP operators are also closely monitored for performance. Is the reason why we have call centers that you could um, complain to. You could also um, go to the website to ensure that um, that we communicate from the public to Loma. Um, we could go to www.loma.gov.ng and info at loma.gov. Um, it's very, very important that um, we interact with government uh, because it takes all of us putting our hands together to make it work. So you've answered some of the next questions. One other question is, what has been done to prevent roadside markets that cause traffic in the states? It's the same thing, really. Um, roadside markets are not markets. They are people um, breaking the law by opening markets in undesignated areas. You cannot have a city like Lagos where we accommodate undesignated um, sale of things. So you will notice once in a while we do sting operations where we pick them up and just seize their wares and, and take them out. We also engage in advocacy to encourage people to, to if you want to do a business, then you need to um, make the investments that allows you um, have a proper shop in a designated place. Uh, and if you are not able to at this point in time, then submit yourself to an apprentice uh, program with someone who has a store, but really you must operate within a market. And so our, our, our people in transport, our people in youth development, our people in environment from time to time run different sting operations to do that. But one of the reasons also why people do that is also because they are, they, they just feel that every space is a space to do whatever you want to do. And that is why a lot of enforcement uh, must back up a lot of all of these operations. But we are going to build new markets. We are rehabilitating the old ones. We are ensuring that we put toilets, um, a, 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 a good enough supply of water, boreholes, to just ensure that there's sufficient water supply to those markets, there's sufficient sanitary situations in those markets as in toilets and all of all that. And also we are running a program, a, a, a project to really um, reshape the way our market systems work. Uh, in that area, we are, we are trying to build what we call a middle level market in the Mushin area. Um, there are going to be several of that, right? In addition to existing markets, uh, we're also going to build what we call a, a wholesale market which is going to be a major logistic base um, with very formidable storage capacity cold storage 
dry storage, wet storage. That is important because one of the reasons why you see a lot of um, uh, even wastes coming from our market is that there's a lot of perish, uh, per a lot of our goods really perish because of the lack of storage um, and the lack of proper packaging, proper handling. And it is that system uh, that we want to build and hopefully we should be able to stimulate a lot of production up country in terms of also how things are produced, how things are transported into Lagos and the turnaround time and how things are stored. Um, that will then help us also build what we call a strategic food reserve um, within Lagos that doesn't just dry up as soon as there's any disruption uh, in the supply chain. But again, um, the rules are the same. You must obey the rules. You, if you want to trade, then you must trade in designated areas. Um, we continue to clear people um, from that place instinct, and it will cost them if, when we do that. Um, they may lose their wares. Um, sometimes we do not know what this thing does to our city. Uh, we just think, oh, these people are poor people. Uh, why are we doing this to them? Have we provided um, shops for everybody? There's nowhere in the world where government provides shops for everybody. Um, if you want to trade, then you must go to where the shops are and you must uh, make the vestments right that uh, enables you to do that and if you do not have enough money to make that investment combine that is why people combine to form companies combine with other people and make that investment and then start small so that you can continue um, to grow from that um, so that is what we continue to do um, again in that area uh, we are making a lot of progress even though uh, some of those progress are challenged by the level of influx um, of such um, people into the Lagos environment. But we continue to push the agenda um, and the successes we've made will continue to um, affirm those successes and, and push them on to make better successes. Uh, we believe that as the market systems improve, what we are working on, and the enforcement also improve, um, we would uh, clean up our streets. Um, Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Ask Sam podcast. If you have any questions you would like to be answered, do leave a comment in the Q&A section under this episode or drop a message on my social media page at Sam Egubert.